a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to KSL Cafecito, the podcast where we talk all things culture over some nice cafecito. I'm Yvette Cruz. And I'm Short Caranas. Thanks for joining us. In honor of National Friendship Day, which was August 5th, we're dedicating today's episode to friendships, which are probably some of the most important relationships that we have in our lifetimes. Now, with all of the national insert item here days that yeah. we have every day, I think uh, National Inter or International Chocolate Chip Cookie Day just passed. So there's yeah, there's everything yeah. that you could imagine. Basically, there's a day for right, and it may seem kind of silly, but I guess friendship does deserve its day, and it's oh, nice. Yeah. And maybe we shouldn't have just a day for friendship. We we shouldn't actually, mm. but it's nice to have a little reminder, which is what today's episode will be like. So just to start the conversation off, Shaw, I want to ask you. In your friendships, mm. your current friendships, what are some of the qualities that you value in those friendships and the and the ones that you already have right now? For me, as as you get older, obviously honesty. I think honesty has should always be there. Maybe when you're younger, you kind of feel like, all right, yeah, you could be honest, but at the same time, you're kind of looking out for you to an extent, especially when you're like a teenager or barely going into your 20s. Uh, now that I'm in my 30s, um, I just want honesty. And sometimes it does hurt. Sometimes there are things that are said and you have to know your friends. You have to read them well. And that takes time. Like, that takes time. Yeah, sometimes you could hit it off in a friendship pretty early, and you could feel like you begin to, to build that trust pretty early in the friendship. For me, I'm somebody who maybe called me old school. It takes me a little while. Like, I'll tell you things, especially, like, if you're a new friend, yeah, I'll tell you something or whatnot, but it's going to take time for me to, to complete trust. And not because I'm scared or I'm just like that. It's just, that's just me. That's just personal. This is me. It takes time as well, because once you're in my circle, you're basically like my family. And that's, that's how I, that's how I see it. And so I would tell you the same thing I would tell my brother, or I would tell, I would tell my mother, things like that. And there are obviously some things that I can't tell my brother that I can't tell my mother that I have to, you know, that's what I think the, the blessing of friendships are, is that you could sometimes tell your friend what you can't tell a family member, because True. that's, Sometimes in friendships, or I say in uh, in family relationships, there's something of like, oh, if I tell my cousin, they might tell this, or if I do this, or blah blah blah, or if I judge me a little bit more than I want to. But when it comes to friendships, a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times, hey, they're your friend. They're just they're there to listen for you. That's why I think you hear sometimes uh, you'll hear people say, well, I want to be you know your mom, or I want to be both your friend and your mother, or your father, or whatever. Like they'll tell their kid mm-hmm. that, or what, or what, because. There's also that idea of like, hey, sometimes a friend will hear more than a family member will. So for me, what I look for is that honesty, uh, reading, of course, your friend well and how he or she tells you that. Uh, and yeah, a little bit of fun. I think obviously that's one of the more important things is to have that fun and that ability to sometimes, obviously we all know that all times are good times. There are a lot of bad times and we look for that somebody that we could cry to or we could let out our emotions to and they're willing to listen. 
because I think that's become a thing now. It's like a lot of people, we just need somebody to listen to. And you could say that's maybe been the case this whole time. But I think now more than ever with everything that we have, and you can blame it on social media, you can blame it on whatever, how our society is, we need more people to listen. We need more people to listen to our problems. All of us, we all have issues. We all have things that are, we're dealing with, some more serious than others. And we need somebody to listen to. And, and for some people, there's, you know, educators or there's your people at your work or there's people. But in the end, we just need somebody who is a friend or is like a friend to listen to us. And I think that's that's what I count on because, you know, for me, um, and I'll ask you the same question in a second. For me, I've noticed that, and some of my friends, who are, especially some of my friends who are younger, tell you this, I've always been seen as somebody like, to be advising or to have as an advisor. Like somebody would always tell me what's going on or I still to this day have some friends that tell me, you know, their issues and they try to like, hey, well, like, what do you think of this? Because I guess I'm flattered that they feel that they can not only just trust me, but they feel like I could bring a sense of balance because I do try to see things as much as I can on both sides. But sometimes even people like me, like who... Yeah, I'm flattered and I'm honored that people are counting on me for advice, but I need advice. I need somebody to talk to as well. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I need as well, and it can't always be my mom. As much as I love my mom, or it can't always be my brother that I, I that I can go to. I need to have a friend as well. So I have my people I go to, and some of those people that ask for me advice, I ask for them advice too, because I think that's important in a friendship. You have to, it has to be a balance as well. And some friendships are a little bit more one sided than others. But in the end, it's all about that care, that love, and 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 it's needed. We we all need a friend. And and about what about you? What are some of the things that you look that are the characteristics that for you is the building blocks of a friendship? So with the friendships that I have now, I value are like laughter. Laughter is huge for me. I don't think any like I if I think of my friends now, there's not one that I haven't laughed with. I haven't cried with all of them, but because I don't like to cry, but I have definitely laughed with every single one, sometimes to the point where it hurts because it's just such a good time. And so laughter, fun, I guess that could be related to fun. That's huge. I think that you you should be able to be serious with each other, of course, you know, have serious conversations and talk to each other about serious life things, work, um, things that aren't pleasant, uh, family um, whatever, whatever it is that's going on in your life and, and life changes all the time. So, so yes, you should be able to talk about the serious things and, and know that they'll be able to give you the feedback that you are looking for in that moment, the advice that you trust and, and all of that. But I think you should also be able to have fun. And so I love my, my friends. I love having fun with them. And I love the fact that even the ones that I've met as an adult, I can still be a kid with, mm-hmm. and we can connect to that point where we, we, where it's almost like we knew each other when we were 10 but we're actually in our late 20s and can still be in our late 20s, but also in our early teens. And so I love that. I also value honesty. Like you said, honesty is huge. I, this is it's, this is kind of a like a, a reference that I heard once. But honesty isn't always uh, pleasant. It's sometimes pretty hard to hear. But I heard once that you should never have a shave your head friend. And that's what, what they was that person was referring to is someone that will tell you, like, if you said to someone, hey, should I shave my head? Would I look good with my head shaved? And that person would be like, yes, of course you will. Now, let me clarify. Some people do look good with a shaved head. So I know you have a shaved head. And so <laughs> I'm not you. saying it's not about the shaved head. I was head, about to walk out but here. But no, not everybody looks good with a shaved head. Right. I, for instance, have a weird shaped head. I have a big dent somewhere in there. <laughs> it's like a crater, more likely. I would not look good with a shaved head. So if someone were to tell me, yes, Yvette, you 
you would look good. You should so do it. You should no. just go all 2005 Britney or whatever it was that she went. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Britney definitely had a shave your head friend during that year. Yeah. <laughs> but but the thing is, you you should somebody should be able to tell you like with your friends, they should be able to say, I don't think that's the best look for you. Right. Or no, what are you thinking? You know, they should, and, and not just with with something like shallow or something physical like that but something true like if someone is if i'm going to a friend and i say hey i'm I'm having this life crisis and i don't know if i should make this move or make this move and i'm just so confused and then be like yeah you should you should go you should definitely do this one it's probably best for you and they know it's not like if they if they are not thinking about my best interest in that moment because that's what i need then those aren't friends that i want to have and so the friends that i have right now i can honestly say that i do value their honesty and I know that they'd be honest with me because they have been whether or not it hurts now some people are more blunt with the truth than others and so you also have to know how to how to how to either one to deliver that and and then also how to receive that and so I know I I think I've gotten to the point where I know my friends and so I know which one is going to be more honest than the other so it depends on what kind of honesty I'm looking for but either way I know that I'm going to get honesty with them I know they're not going to lie to me about something so important to me and I hope that I can be the same I hope that I am the same for them because I value that so I would want to deliver or to return that favor so I value that honesty I value that that we have that that we don't have to worry about hurting each other's feelings because we know that the honesty is is for the best and so you're telling someone the truth because you think that that's what's best in the moment and not because you want them to hurt or because you want to hurt and I also just love the balance that I have with some of my friends so I love that we all have commonalities that's why we're friends we have certain things in common not everything but there are certain things that is that made our friendship what it is Mm. but I love that I have a like just a certain balance with each one of them that I when I'm too much of something they are less of it to balance out our friendship or when I'm like in my for example friends that have pulled me out of my comfort zone because I have been comfortable in a certain setting and they they are comfortable in a different setting so it's a different balance and so they'll pull me out of that and make me a little uncomfortable but also learn to be comfortable in an uncomfortable setting and so there's that balance or friends that are friends that would rather stay in more when I want to go out or friends would want to go out when I want to stay in or friends that are more honest for example when I don't know if I want to deliver the same honesty just that balance that is is helping each other. So I feel like in, in a sense, I'm helping them with certain things going on in life and they're helping me and we've learned from each other and we can bounce those qualities off of each other and just become better people. I love just having that that balance. I guess that life right. balance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's really important to me. And I just, I love that all my friends, I, I value that, or I want, I should say, I want to be a better person. Mm. And so I think that my friends make me better. And I would hope that I do the same too. And and I'm not just saying like a I'm not turning into some kind of saint or I'm not just like so much better. Like I just I feel they're not making me bad. They're not making me make bad choices and they're not making me like become a bad person. They're mm. making me better in the sense that they're making me smarter by the things that we talk about or funnier by the things that we laugh about or just happier by the things that we do. And and I just like I feel better. Like I feel I feel good around my friends and I that's how you should feel. If you don't feel good around your friends, they're not your friends. No, 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 no. Fredemies or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, well I, mean, I still don't get that word. <laughs> like why would you want some a friend who's an enemy? I, well I think sometimes like if we're gonna talk a little bit for a second about frenemies, okay. like there's people not now, but like I think back in college, yeah, that you just associate with, and you kind of have some things in common, but there's just some things that like it's almost like a little rivalry. At least for I me, that. that's how I felt like with my frenemies. Like uh-huh. I was cool with with them or whatever, but and there was just a few of them. But yeah, you, there was like a little rivalry there, whether okay. it was based on the classes uh-huh. or whether it was based on the fact that you wanted to be. We could call the shadow. You want to be more of the attention when you are with your friends 
or maybe you guys were going after the same girl. You got the same guy or whatever. There's there's something about it. And, and, and the thing is, it's not that bad that you want to completely say, I'm tired of it because this guy's a jerk or yeah. this or there or whatever. If it's a woman, like I'm tired of her because she's whatever. Uh-huh. It's not to that extreme. Okay. But at the same time, you're not going to ask her to go to girls night or you're not going to ask him to go hang out, True. whatever. But then the I game. feel like that just means that they're not your friend then, which is fine. Like you can have someone that you can have an acquaintance that. Right. But you, you kind of tolerate them. So you kind of you kind of you tolerate your acquaintances. But maybe. Yeah. That's but, the point. Like you yeah. shouldn't tolerate your friends. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. That's just me. And I, and I know like the friend of me, I, I know that like people use it differently and I'm not trying to like not. No, I know what you mean. I'm yeah. not like, I, just, I don't want frenemies. I just want friends. Yeah, oh yeah, no, nowadays, no. Everyone else is like, you know, someone I, I, I know, someone I'm nice to, someone I, I'm pleasant around, but they're not. Like, like to me, friends are ride or dies. My friends are ride or dies, mm. which, you know, yeah, not, I'm not I, trying I, to die, but right. they're just like people that you know that you can count on, that you know that they will be honest with you, you know that they love you unconditionally. Not unconditionally in the sense that they're going to put up with your bad habits, but that they'll put up with your habits. I guess right. they'll put up with the, your quirky things, or they'll they'll be with you through that stuff. I had one time somebody tell me that as you get older, uh, your friends, your circle becomes smaller. Yeah, and it's been the case. I don't know about you, for for me, it's been Definitely. the case. Circle, my circle of trust, or whatever you want to call yeah. it, not very big. It's not, but I like it because there's only that few people. I just need them, and that's it. Like if there's somebody else that comes along and they become a new friend, they're great. Join the group and over time, you know, you'll become one of the circle. You'll become part of the crew. But if I just have this crew, I'm fine with it. Like I, I'm fine with it. That doesn't mean that like I'm completely against having new friends. Like need, no, no new, new friends. friends. No, no, no. We're ain't no Drake here. Not, yeah. But at the same time, I, I kind of, at least for now, I reached the point where I kind of got what I need right now. Yeah, and I if think- there's somebody on the then then great. And I think you're right about that. I think that as you get older, you do you do have you have a smaller circle, and it's because when you're not in the same setting when you're at school, so you don't like have the same like eight people around you at recess or whatever it is. But the nice thing about a circle is that it's there's no limit, like there's no number. So it, it, it could, your circle could be of two, your circle could be of five, your circle could be of however. So you know, with like a square, you've got obviously a square has four sides, but a circle doesn't have like there's no number to it. Right. So it's not you don't have a top eight. Like it doesn't have to be a your MySpace <laughs> top eight. It could be just the people who you need. And and if there's if there's there's room for more or there's not. Like it just depends on how you want to run your circle or how your circle wants to run you. I like that and I like that. I definitely have noticed that my as I've gotten older that my friendships have I don't want to say like diminish they haven't but I, I i think that you, you as you get older you learn how should i put this you learn what you really need right. and so and it doesn't mean you're like drop people in some cases i guess it does you you don't need people anymore they don't need you or you just or you think you you leave things at a point where you are just no longer friends and that's fine but i mean that you just value things a little more and you don't necessarily like that you don't think about the number i guess like you don't think like well there's only four of us how can we do this like the four of you can do this yeah. or whatever you want to do you just you as you change as you get older as you evolve and your friends do the same people take different paths and so some people are meant to go on certain paths with you and so i like that there's no number then there's no limit and it doesn't have to be a big number and it doesn't have to be or it just doesn't have to be a number it's just what makes you happy and and sometimes and i think okay so i'm I'm in my late 20s i guess that could still change in my 30s it could be different but i like that the when i think about my friends now 
some of them have been around for a long time. And I, I know that some of them are going to keep being around. Mm. I just I, I feel that. And whether it's a different setting, whether it's maybe we talk less because our lives will change. And so we're not going to talk every day like we did when we were in school and we're not going to text often like, you know, we did before. But you can you, you know, someone's friends with you and you meet up with them after, like, let's say four months of not seeing them because your lives are so busy and you know that things are still the same. Oh, yeah. And you're not like, well, we haven't t- spoken daily for four months. So what is there to talk about? No, there's a lot to talk about or there could be a lot to talk about. And you pick up right where you left off. That's what I love about friendship. I love that there aren't requirements like that. There's requirements right. and, is, and you have to be a certain type of person and you have to be you have to deliver. You have to you have to share qualities and you have to have the same goals in life as in, like you know, you want to be happy or you want good things for people around you, things like that. But you can pick up where you left off no matter how much time goes by. You're right about the whole dropping off and just kind of like picking it back up because for a while, uh, my friend Stephanie, who shout out Stephanie for listening. Thank you for listening. I'm going to mention you, but we hadn't talked for a little bit. We had just, she had moved to Hawaii. I had begun my journey of five years of into the wilderness. That is <laughs> being a freelancer. So we just didn't talk very often until sometimes just on Facebook. But then when I got more settled here back in Utah and then she came back, we kind of just picked back up and we had our conversations and, you know, me, her and her husband, we would just go and we'd have breakfast and we, yeah, we'd just talk and we had known each other for so many years in college and she has always been like a little sister to me that it just, it wasn't difficult to kind of be like, so how's life or how are kind of things like that? Like, no, we just kind of picked up and it was, it felt like we were just talking whatever, four or five years ago, whatever it was. And your true friends are like that. You don't need to force anything. I wanted to ask you about kind of how friendships evolve and how sometimes, I don't know about you, but I've had moments where I felt like, you know, a friend has surprised me a little bit in in the friendship because I hate to say it, but especially this happens more when you're younger. You kind of have like, okay, this person is a good friend, especially for like party or this person is really good for counsel or this friend is good for, you know, whatever, hanging out. I don't know about you, but sometimes I've had friendships that have surprised me because I didn't expect, oh, I didn't expect counsel from this one. Um, What are your kind of thoughts of like when, do you have sort of expectations when you meet a new friend or is it just kind of, you know what, let's just see how it goes? When you meet, when I meet a new friend? Yeah. I think it is see how it goes because... You don't, I guess you don't sign up for a friendship. Right. You don't say, you, I want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to test you out. Mm-hmm. You just kind of, it just kind of goes as it goes along. So when I moved to Chicago, uh, when I was 21 years old, I went over there for school and I didn't expect to, I, I was hoping, yeah, I'd make friends, but I didn't expect to make such good friends. And so I didn't have those expectations. Mm-hmm. And I ended that I was completely completely blown away by what I actually got. I actually got some really really good friends out of that, and Great. friends that I'm friends with today, friends that have met other friends that I've grown up with, and friends that I hope will meet other friends. But I, I didn't have those expectations. I thought, okay, cool, I get along with this person. You know, maybe we'll hang out. But I wasn't thinking like maybe we'll be friends seven years from now and things will be awesome. Like I, I didn't have those expectations, and I think. I'd rather not have expectations because something so fragile as friendships and something so important to me, I wouldn't want to expect the most from someone and get nothing in return. So I try not to set expectations. Right. Once I, once you are my friend, though, now I have expectations. Right. Like I expect I you to yeah. because because now you now we're friends. Like yeah. now 
where you are there for me and I'm going to be there for you. Yeah, and I'm not now gonna... I'm opening up. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like now I'm vulnerable to you. So you I, I expect I expect you to like not like, you know how there's that like phrase that's like something about don't I don't want to fall unless someone catches me or something like I know it's supposed to be like romantic but it's like that with friendships too it's, I guess it could be just relationships you don't want to fall into a friendship if that friend's not going to catch you so yeah I think that once we're friends now I have expectations and I don't think I'm like a needy friend or I don't think that I'm like you know we have to talk every single day or we have to you have to like do this and it, it's not like that I just mean like, I have emotional expectations. And so it means if I need to vent, I need to know that I can vent to you. And you're not going to be like, why are you complaining about this? This is so dumb. Like, And I don't have that with any friends. I don't have friends that have said, why are you complaining about this? This is so dumb. Right. I just, I want to be able to vent. Or I want to be able to to be upset. Or I want to be able to be happy. You know, that that's an expectation. If I'm happy about something, I don't need you to throw me a party. But I don't want you to rain on my parade. And I wouldn't do that to someone either. Because when one wins, everybody wins. Like if you're winning, if your friends are winning, you're winning because those are your friends. That's your association. And in a way, we are who we are who our friends are. Not exactly, but you you do. I heard this one say you become most like the five. You become most like the five people you hang out with the most, huh. or you become like the five people you hang out with the most. And not exactly like them, but you do take traits from them. Because have you ever like said a phrase, like a catchphrase, or just said something that you got from somebody yeah. else, <laughs> or done something? You know, yeah. like. There are certain foods that I eat a certain way because a friend taught me that, you know, and then, and then this this kind of goes along with there's it. Certain, but. Yeah, there's certain dichos that I that I say that have come from friends because I you hear it so many times that it just becomes now part of your verbiage as well, and you exactly. just and you just stick with it, and it's yeah. not you're not clowning the person, you're not doing anything like that. It's almost you're paying almost an homage to that person. I like that's that. How, that's yeah. how I see it. It's like if I hear so and so says this all the time, and they're my friend, and you know I care about them, and it sticks with me. It's like, well, you say that all the time, and so yeah, and I and and in a way, I'm I'm complimenting that, right? You know, and I think we get that with uh, with with details. I think we get that sometimes even with the way we are sometimes emotionally, because I know sometimes when it, this is something that me and my and my friends that we've noticed, we've only talked about it once, but I I I don't mind bringing it up here. We notice that if one of us, when we when we meet up or whatever, and we say hi, if one of us doesn't really say like, if we say hey, how you doing, and then just we don't hear that same thing back, if you don't ask back, hey, how are you doing as well? Yeah, there's something wrong, like something's kind of going on because we always, it's always that back, and not that nobody made the rule, it just kind of has built it's like up an unspoken rule. It's an unspoken rule that we're always like, hey, how you, how's it going? And then if we get a, oh, I'm fine, but we don't get that back. If we don't get the like, how are you? Then okay, something is off. Like something is in your mind that's you know not that it could be bad. It could be something good. Maybe just in the moment. But we've always tended to ask after that. It's like, hey, everything's cool. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh. And then we never say it's because you didn't tell me back. And we uh, don't ever say it like that. But but it's that feeling that you get. But it's that feeling because we're a small crew. We're barely you know we're like ten people. Yeah. You know, and it's small. <laughs> uh, well, but but I mean, like, but 10 people in the sense of all, like all of us, oh, like, okay, I but, see what you mean. Uh, we're hardly ever together, really. And it's oh, not because okay. we don't like each other. It's because we're busy. Some of us are married. Oh, some of them are married. Um, some are busy with jobs. And and that's cool. And then, then we don't have. Yeah, that's fine. It's very rare for us to go and to try to, like, see all of us together at the same time. It's just. But isn't it's it tough. great when it is all of you together? Oh, oh it's no, like it's great. Huge... It's like it feels like you're going back to, you know, whether it's college or for some of us, we met outside of college. Uh -huh. Like a lot of them I met when I was working at the College of Law. And I just met them through a friend, through a, like friend's friends and things like that. And then 
I didn't go to college with all of them, but you start growing. But yeah, it it is great when all of them are together, um, and that's what makes it special. When we can all meet each other, whether it's at a barbecue or whether it's somebody's birthday or or whatever, or it's I guess nowadays it's well, it's one of the kids' birthdays, and we all get together like that does make great, even if it's just for an hour because people are busy. True, you know, and then people, you, it's probably just amazing when someone gets to say, "Hey, the whole crew's here." Yeah, it's like all of us are here, and we get to hang out, and you know, we get to ask each other like just kind of those questions that look we could, we text each other. A good amount. A lot of us just text each other back and forth, and and that's fun. But there's something else. There's something different about meeting in person. I'm sure you know yeah. this as well. There's something yeah. there about like having a group chat with your friends. It's cool and everything. Like it's fine to text with three people or four people. Sometimes. But it's something that <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Uh, but uh, but it's something different yeah, when you can person. get the the majority of you together. Yeah. You know, and to go have. Go watch a movie or go at a friend's house and go or whatever. It, it is something different. And and as and I can't I can't help but to go back, but keep saying about it as you get older, because I think when you're younger, like you said, it's kind of easier to have those moments because you're in school. Yes. If you're in college, you're in college or if you just barely even got out of school, you're talking about how you're trying to make it in your profession, whatever. Yeah, like, you're on the same page. Yeah. But then. Life happens, whether it's people get into relationships and they get married and they get kids or you move for your job or yeah. or whatever. Or sometimes I know this is hitting third rail. Sometimes just the friendship evolves and it just doesn't or it doesn't evolve, I should say. Yeah. It just doesn't. And then you just become more distant or you become friends with another set of people. Yeah, things and just change. Things change. And, and that's fine. And I know sometimes that hurts. I know in the moments when I've seen somebody else kind of like already distance themselves from us. There have been times where I feel like I take it personally because it's like, hey, like, you know, we're, we've are we known each other all, all of us for years. Like, where, where are you going? It's like, yeah. where are you going? But, but I say la vida, right? That's, yeah, and that's fine. And, and, and you know what? It's kind of, and I've heard this before, it's like a train. You are on a train with your friends. Sometimes people get off. Sometimes people will get on. Not everybody's making it to the same destination. So not oh, all like friendships that. are going to last until the end of the ride. Right. That's why people get on and off. And that's just how it is. Like you, you rode the train together for let's say two years, and that was great. But now here's my stop, and and I'm done. And or it sometimes it's a good stop, sometimes it's not. But you're still on the train, and there's still people on there with you. Right. And something that I noticed that you how, how about how you talk about your friends and your circle. So your circle, you guys are all friends with each other. Yeah. So when I think of my circle, like my circle of friends, and the people who I say like are on my my team, you know, or my teammates. They're not all friends with each other because okay. they don't all know each other. Mm -hmm. So I have like I, I kind of break up my 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 circle or my friends in certain categories. And by that, I mean how I met them. And so, for example, I have my my childhood friends. I have my friends that I've known since I was a kid that are still my friends that are still my close friends, whether it's like elementary school, high school, those years. And then I have my friends that I met in college. And those friends are actually friends with my high school friends. Like those have kind of collided. Those worlds have collided. Mm. But those are friends that I've met in college, I guess, almost a decade ago. And we're still friends and we're still we're still good. One of my good friends from college, Leslie, actually, she got married this year. And it was really nice. cool because we talked about we talked about these stuff. We talked about like when we were younger and we talked about probably when we, we didn't even know what we were talking about but we talked about things like marriage and about families and about just life and she got married this year and so it was really cool to, I was a bridesmaid and so it was really cool to be a part of that and and it's crazy yeah we've known each other for almost a decade now so that was nice and then I have my friends I guess my my yeah I break I break it up by school it's weird but like yeah. then I have my grad school friends friends that I met when I moved to Chicago and met my friends and those are actually my really good friends too and so 
I, I, and they're all, they're all my friends. They're all in my, in my circle and they're all my team, but they're not all friends with each other because in some senses, some of them don't know the other ones. And so, but they, I feel like we all have the same values and I think we could all be friends in a different world or in a different setting, but because some of us live in different places or because some of us just have different lives and different lifestyles, we aren't all friends, but they are all my friends and I consider them all part of my circle. And then I have the people who I met at my first, like my first out of school job, uh, when I was working at a TV station, those people, those they started out as my coworkers and they turned into really good friends and friends that I not only hung out with at work and then after work and, you know, some other things, but like friends that I can actually confide in about certain things going on in my life, friends that I met their families and in a sense they met mine too. And so, but they don't all know each other. So they're not all, I guess I wouldn't say they're not all friends and they, maybe their circles are different too, but they are all my friends and they're all part of my circle and I go to them for different things. And so if I want to, let's say if I want to go out tomorrow night, whatever tomorrow night is, I can't call up my friends that are not here, my friends right. in different places. So I call up and I'm not calling up my friends that are here because they're here, but because it's just, it's just how things work out. Right. So it's friendship is beautiful, but it's also com- confusing sometimes. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty complex, but that's what works for me. And sometimes it's tougher, like, because I think about now with my group of friends, yeah, we all kind of, we all know each other. That sometimes makes it tougher for other people to kind of join in our circle. Ah, yes. Because, because it's just us, really. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. And, and we try it would be our best. intimidating, I think. It, it would be a little intimidating, like, if I were, yeah. But at the same time, once you're in, you're in. It's like, yeah, you're, that's it. You're, you're golden and, and, and and you're part of us and and not that even if you are just more of an acquaintance to our group, I mean you're still kind of like it. It's just it's just the history. Like we have mm-hmm. history. Like we have we've seen each other like through the buena and the malas. And you know there are some things I would tell obviously uh, my one of my close friends that I wouldn't tell you know an acquaintance or somebody who just kind of became a friend because I've been you know with so and so when he or she you know was struggling with whatever, their relationship or with school or... or they've been on the seen, train longer. Yeah, they've been on the train longer or they've seen me, for example, when you know I've had doubts about what what to do with, with my career, really, with everything that was going on. And some who, have, who, you know, were supportive and said, no, I think it's fine that you try to be a soccer writer, even though you're covering a team that doesn't play for this country. <laughs> um, and some who were honest and be like, I think that's a bad move. Yeah. And you know what? And it hurt a little bit, but at the same time, they weren't doing it to to try to like hurt me. They were doing it because they were worried that right. I was going to take my career and you know it's going to it was going to go bad. Fortunately, it went well. And those people that said that they I don't need to hear an apology or nothing like that. Like no, because that wasn't a bad intention. I don't see it as like oh haha you guys were wrong. No, like they were trying to look out for me because like thinking about it, it kind of does sound crazy. And like you said, like you you need those people that kind of will pull you from the edge, right? Or at least will try their best to pull you from the edge. And mm-hmm. so I appreciate that. Uh, so I don't regret or I don't have any grudge about that because the, at the end, they were looking out for me and it was their opinion. That's And that's it. And that's fine. And what you do with your opinion, that, with their opinion, that's that's on you. I do want to ask you how social media has played a role in your friendships. I want to know if it's hurt or helped any of your friendships over the years. Uh, oh, that's a really good question. Um, I laugh because it's like, this is a real double-edged sword here because uh, it's helped in the bit in the sense of it's helped for me connect with those who no longer live here in in the state of Utah where we're at. Uh, for that, that has been very helpful. We're not too much on social media in the sense of like we're not facebooking each other, 
because why would we? Because we have text. Like, so we don't necessarily need to do that. Sometimes we'll like look at somebody's photo because they're out on an adventure or something like that. That's cool and everything. Like we'll do that. But I think it helps us connect more with our associates, if that makes any sense, or with our people that we kind of acquaintances, I should say, with our acquaintances. But I could see why it could hinder sometimes some of the friendships. Um, Maybe it's for, I hate to say it, but maybe it's for people or friendships that are maybe not as strong. I think ours, for the most part, is very strong. So unless you're flat out calling somebody out and saying, hey, you know what, you know, Ray, hey, you know what, this, hey, Amanda, hey, whatever, like, I don't think there are people are going to be necessarily mad if I post something on social media unless I'm completely coming at them. Uh, but I could see with maybe uh, younger people or people with relationships that have or friendships that say that are a little bit rocky, a little chippy, I guess, if you will, that, yeah, social media could hurt it. But oh, I, I see it more of as a support thing. Like I, I don't go on Instagram very much. But I did go a lot last week because I went on vacation and I decided, you know what, I'm going to post stories and all this other stuff. I'm going to try to keep people involved. And and, and some of my friends liked it and, and and they liked it. Thank you for liking some of the like as well. But uh, but yeah, but I, I think it just it helps out a lot. I think I don't know. I guess for me, it could help out a lot with friendships. Anytime it hinders, it could be either. And maybe I'm going third rail again. Uh, jealousy might be something. Um, it could be if you are with somebody that one of your friends wanted to be with and you're posting photos. So I guess it goes back to jealousy as well. Mm -hmm. Um, it could be envy as well. If you're going out on a long vacations and it seems like you're having a good time, some of your friends might not like that. Some of your friends might be like, those aren't your friends. I just want to clarify that. Those are not your friends. Maybe you just think they're your friends, but yeah, but the reality they're like, oh, I, I'm I'm hating on so-and-so because she's always in the. I don't know, Jamaica or whatever. And I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just think it's more of a it's more of a jealousy thing when it comes to social media and friendships. I don't know. What do you think? I think, well, in my experience, I my high school friends that I've known or, or I guess my friends that are my that I've met younger and then we were in high school together. We went through the MySpace era. Oh. So we did have the top eight debate, the great top eight debate. So I remember- Did anybody ever complain to you saying like, hey, I'm not in your top four or top eight? Probably. Not a lot. I don't think, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't have a lot of drama. All right. But it was very obvious when like one, when somebody in the group had somebody up, when somebody changed somebody, I think that's when it was Ooh, like a thing. Because yeah. if, it was, if it's what it is, it's, it's what it is. And we already know, whatever, we've moved on. But when there's a change and it's an obvious. So I do remember vaguely, I do remember some of that. But that, I mean, wasn't a big thing. We got past that. And some of those people I'm still friends with today. Thank goodness that MySpace and Top 8 is no longer a thing. We're friends. <laughs> We're all friends. We're just friends. That's cool. I think in my in my experience, social media has helped my friendships, especially when I was far away from them. Right. When I first moved away, I didn't know anybody where I was. And so social media, Facebook at the time, Instagram, Twitter even were helping me stay connected with them. And yes, we could call each other. We could text each other. But those like daily life updates or just like weekly, monthly, whatever the big announcements I could see on social media. And I like that. I could see that. So and so sometimes I wouldn't say it's jealousy. I think sometimes and it doesn't hurt. But sometimes you do. For example, when I was away and there was something big going on back here. And everybody that I knew was that. So I'd be like, it, it, it was, it gave me FOMO. I wouldn't say jealousy, yeah. but it did give me FOMO because I'm like, oh man, everyone's over there and right. I'm not. And I miss them. And I, so it, it, but it also, I think it strengthened the friendship in a sense too, because I realized I miss you. You hmm. know, if I didn't care, I wouldn't care. That's and then, a good point. 
Yeah, I mean, I wish I had known that. I, mean, I just realized that right now, actually. <laughs> but I wish I had known in the moment because, it, yeah, it made me a little sad, but not mad and not jealous. I'm right. not like, we're done. I'm not friends with you anymore. Just type of kind of like, oh, like that kind of sense. Like, I miss you. Um, but And then now that I'm back here, I'm, you know, I'm more with these friends, but I have friends in other places that I met at different times in my life that I can still keep updated because now social media has changed. So now there's also Snapchat and Instagram has stories. And so it's not just about posting things. And I guess it depends on how who uses it but and how. But it's not just about posting life updates. It's about posting daily updates. So I can see that so-and-so went and got tacos at one of my favorite spots back over there. And, hey, that looks really good. And we can just start that conversation right there. Hey, I miss you. Hey, that looks amazing. Have one for me or whatever. I think that that's helped keep just in touch with people and just kind of see what they're doing. And then what I'm doing, I've had people reach out. Sometimes I'll be doing things here and I have people from other places that will reach out. Friends. That'll say, hey, that looks beautiful. I can't wait to see it in person one day. And I'm like, hey, yeah, come and see it in person. Yeah. You're so welcome here. So there is that connection. It It's helped. It depends on how you use it and who. But I like seeing that. And I will say, I know a lot of people use, like, especially Facebook because it reminds them when it's people's birthdays. And then you can say happy birthday to them on Facebook. If you are my real friend, like my real friends don't get a, they get a, they get a message from me. Other people, and I, was, I don't make it a big deal to tell someone happy birthday either because it's, I mean, it's, to some people it's not a big deal. But I don't like to tell my friends' friends. I don't like to post happy birthday when I could just text them and send them something more private or more profound than just saying happy birthday on Facebook because – and this is this is just a preference. So so my friends know, like, if you get a text from me on your birthday, then you are my real friend. And they already know they're my real friends. But I like to I like to do that instead of posting it on Facebook. I like that. Yeah. And yeah. I also like to remember, sometimes Facebook does serve as a reminder because things get crazy, but I also know when my friends' birthdays are. I don't need Facebook right. to, I'm a very forgetful person, so sometimes things, you know, um, but I do like to, I, I like to do that. And I, I actually write my friends' birthdays in my calendars because that's, I, I value, I like birthdays. Mm. Birthdays are fun, and I like celebrating people. And so, twenty fifth, <laughs> October fifteenth. <laughs> um, but I like I like doing that, and so that's that's just something that's something that I do to show the appreciation. They may not notice; it may not be a big deal to anybody. But I I like that versus, and I can, I can see what you did. For example, if I'm if I'm not there on your birthday because I'm somewhere else, I can see what you did for your birthday, and I think that's awesome. Mm. But I still want to tell you happy birthday right. in my own way versus the same way that everybody else is going to tell you. And it's not bad. I think I get a lot of birthday wishes from a lot of people. I, I sometimes send birthday wishes to certain people. It's just, it's, it's something nice to do, but I feel more, I feel it more personal when I tell them myself. I guess I could do that on Facebook too, but I like to do it. I like to do it so you know, not so everybody knows. And I think it's important just because, at least for me, if I get a Facebook wall message, like, it's cool. That's like, it's, it's fine. Like, I, I, I'm not bothered by it. I think it's, yeah, like, it's I even bad. appreciate that you took time to, to write it on, on the wall or whatever. True. But if you do send me a text or if you do send me, you know, or if you call me, which that, is phones. Yep, yeah, that's big which, too. Yeah. If you call me, like, casi me pone emocionado. Just because it's, it's, it's very rare, especially the phone call. Yeah. Like the phone call, like, yeah. I gotta what's, talk. What's that sound? Yeah. Oh, like, it's my phone. It's ringing. Yeah. Or <laughs> what is this FaceTime? What? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love FaceTime. Like, like that to me, like, my brother, like, gets emotional yeah. because, like, I, I guess for me, and maybe this is going back to, um, like, what I mentioned that sometimes you wanna look out for your friends or, or you, you try to advise your friends. Like, I, I, I know in the past I've gotten emotional when I've had my friends reach out to me and say, you know what? You're always trying to like listening to us. You're always wanting to help out. Like, hey, we're just here to let you know that, you know, we appreciate you as a kind of an older brother type. And 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 yeah, because sometimes 
you don't have anybody that listens to you because you're just used to being the person that they go to. And that's tough. And, and as much as I love uh, my brother and I love my mom, I, 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 I sometimes need somebody else. It can't always just be that family members as much as I love them. And I, there have been times where I just, I don't try to, I don't try to show it to them, but I, I do get emotional when they reach out and say like, we're here to listen to you too. Like, I know we always ask a lot because I, I, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I, I am not very demanding when it comes to, right. I just want you to just listen sometimes. That's, that's really what I've been looking for. Nothing else. Uh, yeah. When they reached out to me, that's, that's gotten me a little emotional because it's a good reminder that I, I know my role. I like my role in our friendships, but sometimes we need a little role reversal. In. Well, that was our show for today. Yvette, thank you for the lovely conversation. Remember to tell your friends to subscribe to us via iTunes, via Stitcher, via the KSL News Radio app, and the Radio Public. Well, there, we're, you can find us. You can find us. We're at KSL Cafecito. And on social media, we're on KSL Cafecito. For me, I'm at Shuel Caranas. And I'm at Evie Cruz. We also want to give a big shout out to all of our friends. You yes. all know who you are. There's yes. too many of you to name. But thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. And to you, the listener, we hope that this kind of makes you realize your friends are special too. Go spend a day with them. Go buy them a coffee. Go have some cafecito Listen to with them. them. Yes. And tell them to download and subscribe. Yes. See ya. Ciao.